Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast for Tuesday, January 25th, 2021. I hope you are well. Thank you for listening. I got to tell you, it is pretty, pretty, pretty coincidental. And dare I say, dare I use the word ironic, that the other day I was talking about dogs with developmental disabilities because my dog has an owner and a team of owners apparently who has developmental disabilities because the dog who I refer to who makes noise on the podcast Clark has escaped the grounds and I'm driving around at 945 Monday night looking for him well dude doesn't he have a tag on him he doesn't because when he's gotten out before his tag falls off And his dog-owning parents are so irresponsible and scatterbrained and perhaps overwhelmed at being parents (laughs) late in life that they have not bothered to get him a new tag. So he is on the loose with no identification other than, I'm sure, uh, a microchip in his back that somebody would have to be pretty resourceful to know, oh, I found a dog and I didn't go on Nextdoor or one of those snitchy neighborhood websites, what do I do? You know what you can do, you can take the dog to PetSmart or I think any vet and they will scan the chip and hopefully our information comes up. But our dog is missing. And it's 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 one of those, like, like I was talking about during COVID, like we need to take a long look in our mirror. The dog doesn't always run away, he runs away when he's bored or he's not, uh, I don't know what, not being properly attended to. So kind of like I was when I was a teenager, to be honest with you. But here's how it went down. The girl fought going to bed tonight. So the normal, we did bed, we did bath, we did dinner, we did bath. And then I put the girl in for what we thought was the final movement of the bedtime event after books. And I had to jump on a hour-long call at 7.15 p.m. It was a very important call, and I didn't want to miss it, so I relinquished parenting duties to my wife, who went in and I think battled the girl staying down for sleep. Right before I did that 7.15 call, though, I ran into the basement, and I fed both of the dogs, and that is the last I saw of Clark two and a half hours ago somehow the other one came upstairs and I don't know if my wife let him upstairs or I left the door open to the basement but I got off the call the call that I thought was going to be an hour went closer like an hour and a half so at 8.45 one hour ago I said to my wife I'm going to go do an errand and stretch my legs get out of the house and I noticed when I went to leave the front of the house that if, I'm, if you feel like I'm leaving details out, I probably am because I'm, I'm not quite sorted. Dude, this is, this is not good. It's like 40 degrees outside. He doesn't have a tag. And we are really fucking irresponsible here. Wait. No, I can't be that lucky. This is no. This is going to be neighbor who listens to podcasts sometimes. I'm going to pause and yell at him for a second. And he's going to call me a moron. That was Neighbor Who Listens to the Podcast. 
And I think he was born somewhere in the United Kingdom. I know he was born somewhere in the United Kingdom. He was born in one of those islands in the middle of that, uh, what is it, all respect, in the English Channel, Guernsey or Jersey or one of those one of those places. And uh, I am in a T-shirt, a sweatshirt, a Dickies jacket, and a wool hat inside a heated car. And he's walking around, walking his dog in a T-shirt. So he's uh, he's tougher than me. It, it just That's just the way it is. And I said, have you seen the dog? And he said, I thought that was you. And I thought he was going to say, I thought I did. But he said, I thought that was you circling around in your car. He does not have the dog. The dog is not surfaced. But uh, the dog has been at least missing for an hour. That's when I noticed him, him being gone. And... Dude, this is this is not good. It is cold. It is dark, and he is developmentally challenged. As I said last time, he's he's probably not going to find his way back home. He's just going to keep walking until the next person um, picks him up, takes him in, and either decides to look on Nextdoor.com because my wife, I think. I know my wife, my wife when I left the house was busy trying to post a missing dog alert. But this is I mean, what are we doing? We this is like I said this is like the COVID This should have been addressed in my COVID moments of clarity. It should have been why does the yard have fences all around it but they're all so old and janky that the dog can escape when he wants to. Why haven't you, as a grown man, done anything about that? That was a mo- that's that's something that should have been addressed when I was talking about my standards. The other thing that should have been addressed is why have we not gone to PetSmart and engraved a new tag for him? Because we're we're just about at fucking capacity, and you can he- you can hear that from <laughs> the last podcast with. A child in and out of school with COVID, ourselves in and out of fucking COVID. Careers, stand-up comedy, the return of Limerick comedy tonight, Tuesday the 25th. I'm just driving around here trying to decide at what point do I pull back into my driveway and pour myself a drink and then go back out and drive with the drink in the car. Um, that's what I'm going to do. Is that is that what what else am I doing? What what else should I be doing? Posting on I don't posting on social media. I, hey, it's pitch dark. There's a dog missing. Let me know. I guess I guess I should do that. Should I do, kids? What would you be doing? I'm just I'm doing probably the least efficient old man thing, and I'm just driving around the same eight blocks, hoping that this dog's gonna pop out of somebody's yard, and I'm gonna be able to be like, holy cow. Dog's been missing by my dog has been missing as far as I know for an hour and let's say now an hour and seven minutes. But realistically, he could have left immediately after dinner, which would have been you know, two and a half hours ago, two hours and forty five minutes, something like that. So he could be he could have burst he could have penetrated all the borders. In the neighborhood, he could have been out on busy, busy streets. And uh, I really, really hope that he has not been hit. And I hope that he is not freezing his... 
I hope that he comes home. I'm, I don't. I don't know. I'm just gonna find him through luck, or my wife posting on nextdoor.com about our missing dog. So this is not exactly the the podcast I wanted to have. I was I was gonna do a little errand and then come back and then get a drink and go into the basement and record the podcast. I had a bunch of exciting stuff I want to talk about, and now I'm preoccupied with 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 two ideas. One is my beloved dog Clarky is missing, and though he was the one that I was characterizing as developmentally challenged the other day. I'm also the the other thought that I have in my head is what the fuck is going on with with me with us like what we've done okay in life we've we've gotten a few things done but it seems like lately the goddamn coming apart at the seams here Anyway Limerick while while I'm just pausing for a second and heading down another street also, my neighbors are very, uh, they're not, they're not averse to interacting with people in cars because I've pulled up on several people and they just be like, Hey, what's going on? Not at all like, uh, scared or, or wary of me. They're just like, Oh no. Hey, yeah. Good to see you. Uh, and they don't know me, but I just like, I just roll up and they're like, uh, no, I'll take, I'll keep an eye out for him. I haven't seen him, but uh, thanks for pulling over. I don't know if they're super confident or they're gullible and trusting, or they just don't read the goddamn newspaper and, like so many other people in Atlanta, feel like every other person is going to murder them. They're, and you know what? They're, they're nice neighbors. I'm now down. I'm downtown. I'm, I'm uptown, actually, in my neighborhood. You've heard me say that I have, like, the smallest house in a nice neighborhood. I'm edging over toward the residence where the... where neighbor neighbor listens to the podcast was nice enough to donate my time and Nick Murphy's time and Lace Larrabee's time to doing a stand-up comedy show. You remember me crying about that <laughs> all summer? Well, if you're new to the podcast, go back and, and find it. It's somewhere um, in... It was talking about doing a fundraiser for people who who don't who don't need uh, money. I was doing a fundraiser for rich people. And I'm approaching the house where it took place. And it is a big-ass house. And right next to the house is a God bless our troops. There is a United States flag that has been desecrated with a blue line in the middle of it. So it's it's like black and white stripes with a blue line in the middle. You can't do that to the U.S. fucking flag. That's a violation of the flag code. Even if you feel like you're helping out... Uh, even if you feel like you're helping out the whoever. You're, it's, you're violating the fucking... And God bless America signs. That's, by the way, right next door to where the, uh, where the comedy show took place. Anyway, that's where I am right now. Where I will be Tuesday night is at Limerick Junction. I, gotta, I really have to find this dog for so many reasons. But first and foremost, I am concerned for his well-being. He does not have, he does not have the streetest of street smarts. He's uh, he's a fucking box of rocks, and that's why the other day I was wondering if anybody had ever seen a dog that was actually described as blank. But Limerick is back tonight, uh, Tuesday night when when you when you hear this, Tuesday the twenty fifth. Limerick is happening, as I mentioned. It's going to be a special occasion because Will Foskey is 
previewing. He's going to run his hour before his his taping next month at the Laughing Skull Lounge, which he's doing for 800-pound gorilla, which I mentioned previously. It's just awesome, and I'm, I'm really happy for him. So we're going to preview the show, essentially, at Limerick. I'm going to come out and say hello and turn it over to the lineup that Will's having on his show. Matt Peshney, I guess, will be de facto hosting Limerick. I mean, I'll be there. Don't worry. I'll, I'll be talking shit. Uh, Matt Peshney, and then he's going to turn it over to Khalid Chufi, who's going to bring up Will, and then Will's going to preview his hour. So if you want to see a young gun, several young guns, but if you want to see a young gun recording uh, or showcasing his hour that he's going to He's going to record and then put out into the world onto Sirius and everywhere else. Come over to Limerick tonight and say hello. It's a free comedy show we do every Tuesday night in Virginia Highland. And after that, of course, we will have the world-famous Lightning Round, where if you are comedy curious or you're just a fan of comedy, you can watch all sorts, shapes, sizes of Atlanta stand-up comics go up and do a two-minute set during the, like I said, infamous lightning round, which starts shortly after the main show. So a very big comedy night. We were off last week due to technical difficulties. Technical difficulties have been solved, and we're ready to go at Limerick. That's my, that's my business. That's my business. Uh, also, you can come see me Wednesday night hosting the Laughing Skull open mic which I've been, if you are following my clips that I've been posting on Instagram and TikTok, that's where those shit-talking interactions come from. Primarily hosting hosting and roasting, I guess, a little bit, the comics and the audience members um, on that Wednesday night show. It's a really fun show. Last week sold out. It was, it was a great time. And then this weekend, I'm also at the Laughing Skull. I'm hosting the, the Best of Atlanta on Friday night. So please come check that out uh, and say hello. Um, all right, now I'm I'm back to I'm getting closer back to my house, and I'm probably going to pause, go in, get a glass of wine at least or something, and then talk to my wife and see if she posted the thing on posted the advertisement for our poor dog. Poor dog because you know why he's poor dog because he has irresponsible fucking parents. This was only the sixth time he's gotten out, probably in the last year or two. But we're just like, what? It just always works out? Where neighbors bring him back? Or... Now I'm sitting in front of my house. I keep hoping that he would just pop... There he is. I keep hoping that he was like, oh, there he is. But this is just... This is just what are we what are we doing just trusting that it's all going to work out what a childish way to appraise the world all right i'm going to do one more long block and and then see if and then go back to my house but it's just it's pretty bad dude i mean we're responsible for a kid and we can't even keep the dog in the yard i'm not sure that well you also could make the case that and i'm sorry if these uh, the microphone thing is clacking back and forth i have it looped over my sun visor hanging in front of my face. I'm truly multitasking. I'm driving, steering with the top of my uh, quadricep, I guess, my knee, quadricep, holding one of the headphone things so it doesn't clank into the microphone, and then in the other hand, holding the... All right, I'm, I'm the fucking greatest. Uh, no dog on this street. 
went down that street. Let me try this street. It's, uh, I'm not at the place like, oh my gosh, he's gone forever and I need to have, you know, I'm going to be in real sad hurt. Uh, right now I'm, I'm in consternation. Is that a word? Wait a minute. Hold on. I just got, I just, you know what? Hold on. I just got a, I just, and you know who it's from? It's from Neighbor. This could be breaking news. This is from Neighbor who listens to the podcast Wife, I think. Let me see. Is this still recording? Yes, it is still recording. So I'm going to read exactly what she said. Uh, they got him. They got him. They got him from my neighborhood. Dog found at blank and blank around 8.15 p.m. And there's a picture of the fucking dog. Clarky. They got him. We got him. And you know what? The fact that we have Clark, and you know what? Neighbor who listens to the podcast, wife made this happen. The fact that they have him, and he looks like he's in a much nicer house than ours. <laughs> Buddy, you should probably stay there. This does not take anything away from how fucking retarded my wife and I are for letting this goddamn dog escape. And I do not mean to use the R word but this is unacceptable on our part. And you know what? It's a true offense to people who do have developmental disabilities to compare them to us. And not really my wife because she's better than me. But I, I, I'm on this. This is terrible. And I got to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call the number or do whatever right away and, and get Clarky. So uh, I'll be back shortly. Holy shit. This is awesome. Okay. Actually, I do not have the dog yet. But... Neighbor who listens to the podcast, wife, sent me a thing from nextdoor.com saying someone found the dog. And I, but Nextdoor needs me to join the site. No phone number given. I will send her your number. Okay, so I, nextdoor.com wanted me to join Nextdoor to actually... Be able to access the phone number, access the ad, but then neighbor listens to the podcast. Wife said no phone number given. They're gonna send that person my phone number. I won't give out mine. I'm a fucking celebrity, dude. I don't need a bunch of people <laughs> calling me. I mean, the dog's not that important. So hopefully, this person will call me in just a minute or text me and say, "I have your goddamn dog, you irresponsible motherfucker. Can I give it to you?" And I'll be like, "Yeah." And tomorrow, the day of Limerick, when Limerick will be so much better now that... Am I pulling the ticket? This is what a gambler does. A gambler in those football games this weekend would have been losing his marbles. But uh, a gambler, this is called pulling the ticket, where let's say you're a Falcons fan and you bet on the Falcons to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. When you are leading 28-3 with you know eight minutes to go in the third quarter... You might say, it's over. Wrap it up. Terrific. Let's go to Magic City. And everybody was excited and saying they're flying in strippers because the Falcons were going to win the Super Bowl. And Blue Flame was going to go crazy like never before. And this terribly divided yet falsely united yet optimistic greatest fucking city in the world was going to be won on that day when the Falcons won the Super Bowl. And everybody was pulling the ticket saying, you know what? I'm going to go cash my goddamn bet right now. And lo and behold, 
it didn't work out. So it's kind of what I'm doing right now, saying uh, I'm, I have the dog, but I don't have the dog. I need I, that. That's what I have to complete. But it's going to make Limerick so much, so much greater tomorrow night. So let me let me see what's going on here. All right, my wife is on the case now. Also, she apparently has seen the posting on Nextdoor.com, and she said she just texted them. Also, this is a great neighbor, very vigilant, looking out and collecting our dog after it's been missing. Um, just FYI. It's half a block away from where we live. <laughs> so fucking back up, man. Just let my dog out for his little evening constitutional. You don't have to just snap him up. <laughs> like I knew, I knew somebody one time who, who uh, tried to like kidnap my friend's cat just because the cat would cruise around and and this crazy chick, and I mean that she was a crazy chick. And that's the only way to say that. She actually, um, she took the cat as its own. And, and my friend was like, was not a crazy chick. She's a badass chick. Not that crazy chicks can't be bad. All right, anyway, my friend was like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? That's my cat. And like, well, it looked hungry. Well, that's what cats do. It's just out mobbing the scene. Anyway, that, they lived like next door to each other. And the crazy chick <laughs> tried to take the cat who lived next door. Anyway very much respect much respect and excitement for hopefully getting this dog back but you know <laughs> they scooped it up like 20 feet from my house also it looks like the volume just got a lot louder so sorry if i'm yelling into it uh all right gonna check and see what the hell's going on with my wife and hopefully i have a quick update uh my wife just sent me the person's number all right i'm gonna go pull into my house now I can pour. I might, I mean, now I'm pulling the ticket. So pulling the ticket means you think that the result, you consider the result finalized, and pulling the ticket is kind of a Vegas gambling term my friend and I have used for a number of years. You kind of presume that the gambling result is final, and you start celebrating. You start counting your eggs before they've hatched, counting your chickens before they've hatched, and that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm going to go in and pour a glass of wine, see what's going on with this dog, and come back to you in just a minute. All right, I'm going. I'm back in the car. I did not get to drink. I'm back in the car. And I'm thirsty. I'm back in the car. All right, there's all sorts of confusion. It looks like two people have the dog and have been texting from... And they're not exactly on the same page. <laughs> Am I really blaming the fucking people that have my dog? You know what's interesting is I said the people found them, found the dog like 10 feet away from my house. And by the time I'm done with the story, it'll be like the dog was in his backyard and these people came and stole him from them. What an ungrateful bastard. But we, I texted one number and never heard back from him. And then I got a text from another number saying, hey, if you're missing your dog, we have him. I don't know. There's a little bit of confusion. And again, probably because I am involved is there confusion. And also, my wife has become an unreliable narrator. She said the posting on nextdoor.com said, um, we found your dog. He's happy and safe. And please contact us in the morning. And then I looked at the fucking 
ad on nextdoor.com and it didn't say that at all. It says, he's happy and healthy and we will, if he's yours, text us something like, otherwise we will take him for a chip scan in the morning. Because at first I was like, that would be pretty strange if you had my dog and you're just like, and we're going to bed at nine o'clock, so <laughs> we'll see you in the morning, fucko. That seemed a little odd to me, but it just turned out my wife was giving me bad information. Anyway, they have the dog, and I'm going to pick him up right now, and I'm fucking thrilled about the fact that they have him, so, um, there was something, oh, oh, the other thing is, oh, this is what I was going to say, they picked him up like 10 feet from our house, but I, I never finished that, well, I'm, I'm high on adrenaline, because my dog is coming back, good old Clark, who, 15 underscore 15, loved from his appearances on the podcast. So if you're new to the podcast, you can go back and not only listen to me um, complain about that, not complain, have a good-natured laugh about the uh, comedy party that the neighbor who listens to the podcast donated my time for, but also you can listen to the episodes where Clark, you can hear him yelling in the background, and he's making contribution, and you know what? 15 underscore made a great point saying he was a he was the perfect co-host. Unlike that person who uh, who left that four-star review saying we should have a fucking Aaron Rodgers jerk-off co-hosted. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is out of the playoffs. <laughs> All right. Now, anyway, the dog has been taken. I know it's 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 fucking discombobulated, dude. I'm sorry. It's my dog, man. But the dog is in a different neighborhood. It's like they saw him 10 feet from our house and then they walked like another two miles to pick him up. To, not to pick him up, to put him in their house. And am I being ungrateful? Yeah. So let me, I'm, I'm in the final home. I'm in the home stretch here. About to close in on this dog. I got to find the exact address. We got him. The Falcons win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Clark is in the car. Good boy. And like I said, the dog is like a good mile away from where we lived. The guy could not have been nicer, obviously. What am I going to talk shit about him after he rescues our dog? But he said he was, and he was just, he was just a, a sweetheart. He said, we were walking home from church and we just saw him out there in the street. And I was like, I get it, dude. You're religious. You're better than me. And there, well, I think what he was essentially saying is there are good religious people. <laughs> no, I didn't think anything of it. I'm just being a prick now. He said, we were walking home from church, and my daughter said, look at that dog right there, and he's just following some lady. And I was like, well, that's what I trained him to do. But he always get he's, he's very fond of ongoing consent, and I'm sure that he had that. Consent is an active process, Clarky. And he, uh, the guy said, so we looked around, and nobody seemed to know where he belonged. And he's like, well, and he goes, do you have a gate around your house? And I was like, yeah, uh, which I don't. I don't know. I was just like, yeah. Like, I was just so trying to connect and reciprocate his good deed. And then he then he goes, and he was a southern, he was a southern, southern gentleman. He said, uh, so what kind of, you know what kind of breed he is? And I said, well, he's a, he's a, he's a bloodhound. And he goes, well, I know he's a bloodhound, but you know, like what kind of, what kind? And I was like, all right, so he's a coonhound. And he goes, I know he's a coonhound, but you know what kind? And I said, dude, I'm from the south so I don't dog is pretty good for me I, I don't I didn't grow up around those those hunting dogs but he seems to know and he's a he said, boy is he a good looking dog and, and uh, yeah he came in he played with two big black labs and had a good time and 
And I said, well, thanks a lot, dude. I really appreciate it. And by the way, uh, you know, what's your drink? What do you, I said, do you go for a little wine or scotch? And he, he goes, uh, ah, you know, I have a little wine. No, I didn't say scotch. I said, what do you have, a little wine or a bourbon or something? And he's like, ah, you know, wine or scotch. And he goes, but you don't have to. And, <laughs> and I was like, dude, it's the least I can do. Um, pick you out a nice bottle of scotch. I like the fact that he, he, he didn't say, no, 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 no. I don't like that when people don't let you do a nice gesture for them. That's not, a being, that's not being a prick, saying I don't like it when people don't let you. Because, you know, part of the, the group and the, the social contract is you like to, it's good to do stuff for people. And if they don't let you do it, sometimes it, it can frustrate your effort to uh, send them whatever signal you want to send them. And I want to send this guy a signal saying, hey, man, we really appreciate you picking up our dog and uh, bringing him over here, even though, uh, you know, you took him about 500 miles away. All right. Anyway, he was a really nice guy, and I'm going to get him a bottle of scotch. And that is, I think, just about it. I mean, it's not going to, I don't know, probably wasn't exciting, but it's not going to... Uh, get any more interesting certainly on this eve so i really appreciate in this order uh, this man and his daughter apparently who found the dog and took him <coughs> excuse me safeguarded him i appreciate uh, my neighbor being out in the freezing weather walking his dog and in a short sleeve shirt and then probably telling his wife that uh, our dog was missing, and they probably rolled their eyes and go, God, those people are fucking remedially remedial. And then I appreciate neighbor's wife who showed me the <coughs> posting, and then my wife for coordinating from the mothership. And Clarky, I really, really appreciate you being back home, and I'm sorry that you have such irresponsible parents. However, we will get you a tag tomorrow, and then we will... Uh, get the backyard secured so even if you're curious and just want to follow a woman down the street without her knowing while you're watching her her backside just sway in the wind you won't be able to do it because your parents will have provided a secure backyard and secure perimeter for you but now you get to come home and sleep with your favorite brother George Banks the dog and have a great time with your daughter and parents and that is the end of the podcast for tonight. I'm grateful for you listening, and I hope to see you at Limerick or the Laughing Skull the next night. And thank you so much for listening and spreading the word. It's fantastic, and uh, appreciate the uh, support. Talk to you soon.